Hey, bestie. What's up, girl? Hey, does anyone ever ask you, like, oh, I heard you do a podcast. What's that witty and gritty podcast all about? Yeah, okay, so I usually spit out this robotic sentence that's, we help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful and fulfilling lives. So that's usually what I say, but I'm also monotone. Y'all know this. And so it's just like, so Farron, what does that mean? Yes. Well, my response is not as fancy, even (laughs) though I've heard you say that lots of times I should know by now, but essentially I explain that we help people grow in their Christian lives and through their growth, then they can better fulfill God's calling on their life. Right. So we're book study experts and we know how to analyze, pull apart and take that through the Christian lens, and that's kind of what we do here. And so then sometimes people are like, yeah, your self-help books, and they might be mainstream, but we are always sure to bring it back to God and the biblical view. Right, so whether you see a secular book or something that a Christian author's written, just know that when you come here, you're going to get it through a biblical lens. And not just ours. I like that we incorporate interviews by people living out the principles. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's your little bonus if you stick around through the series, which yeah. I hope you will. Yay! Here we go! Episode 173. I feel like we're just climbing on up there. I was going to say, I saw uh, your story the other day on our Instagram page, which guys, if you are not following us, get on there. Shenanigans. We, yes, we highlight the quotes, remind you of all the important stuff. You know, if we do some awesome segues here, those occasionally make them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But you were saying, you said an episode, and it was like a 1-7 number, and I was like, we're almost to 200! Check it out! Cool, man! We can do hard things! Yay! I think I can, I think I can. Speaking of numbers, two. We're on chapter two! (laughs) 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 Chapter two. So last week was chapter one. It was titled, I am Rahab. Go back and listen to that one if you're like, who the heck is Rahab? Or, I've heard that name. She's the harlot, right? Yeah, go back and listen to that. how she's so much more than that. Segway again to I Am Autumn is the name of this chapter, all about identity. Yes, so you are going to learn about Autumn, but to me the overarching theme is how do you define yourself? Um, Brooke, I don't know if you know the scripture off the top of your head. No Ooh. pressure. Oh, no. <laughs> but bonus points. Okay. You know what we've been watching a lot? What? Double Dare. Really? Double Dare is on, I don't know, I want to say like NBC. Paramount Plus, or it's on one of those, but y'all, it, you know, it's Dare, Double Dare, so then it's like bonus points or physical Ooh. challenge, and then Ooh. it's like, why wouldn't you go for physical challenge? Yeah. I'm sorry I don't have a physical challenge for you. <laughs> However. I can do push-ups while you ask me this. <laughs> <laughs> the, the scripture is where God commands us to know thyself. Oh, no, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I did put it in one of our recent show notes. And it's all up in the Enneagram, right? I'll That's, put it in the show notes for there this There you week. go. Yeah, <laughs> check those out as well. Another helpful resource but you got to know yourself and know your true self so this chapter is going to be a lot about okay are do you identify yourself through the lies that satan whispers in your ear or through your identity in jesus christ and if you have not accepted god you could as your lord and savior and jesus as your lord and savior you could still have this reflection and we hope by the end of this you choose god But (laughs) this applies regardless. So maybe you even want to pause the episode here and jot down five ways that you would define yourself or identify. How do you introduce yourself, identify, and maybe not what you tell people. 
mm-hmm. when you first meet someone. Maybe, again, what's in your head. Yeah. Or if they only knew that mm-hmm. I fill in the blank. Ugh. And then Ooh. hit play to find out what we're going to do about that, especially if it's negative. Yeah. But also, maybe if it's a little too positive. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, boom. <laughs> All right. Pride. <laughs> Answer pride. What me and my kids do when, like, they might be in trouble. <laughs> They've started going, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> do you have any sevens in the house? Because that would be a very seven thing to do. Like, I'm going to make this moment a little bit lighter. <laughs> I think they're pretty bold. <laughs> Because if I was eight, if I was a different parent, and you did that after I said something, but at least I catch that they know I'm serious. God gave Brianna a nine for a mother. And look at that. Grace is her middle name. Because when I middle name her, it's a reminder. Grace, this is self talk for me. Yeah. Um, Autumn has such great stories in her book. And a lot of people are like, oh man, I wish I had cool stories like that. You do. You just got to look for them. And then if you read through the Bible, you can see how, oh, yes, I've experienced that through this story. That's why I want you to pick up the book and we'll link it so it's easy for you. Just let it hop in your Amazon cart and then hit the checkout button. Yay. But one of these stories, so last week we talked about how she was domestic, lived in a domestic violent home and then... She became Autumn the Divorcee, and mm. that's just how people saw her. She lived in a small town. Everybody knew her. Her dad was a preacher, so every time they saw Autumn, it was Autumn the Divorcee, and, and that you, is really hard. You know what makes labels like that harder is either perceived or people express yeah. their expectations, and then the complete opposite happens. Mm-hmm. So imagine being uh, a preacher's kid. Yes. You claim... You know, you are a Christian, mm-hmm. and then here you come, and you have a, a divorce. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, that's what makes those labels sting so much more. Yeah. Is not only are you not meeting perceived or your own expectations, mm-hmm. but they're in direct opposite of the direction you thought your life was headed. That is hard. Um, and she is talking about going to see an attorney through all this, and he knew darn well who she was and when she walked in he was like hey how can I help you and just the way that that whole conversation started just put her made her her heart lighter and she was more accepting of what he had to say and work through stuff it just started everything so smoothly and that made me think of our begin in a friendly way episode from how to win friends and influence people in the digital age well I thought I wasn't gonna say that one again (laughs) (laughs) that starts on episode 161 But it just shows you how even if you know someone is identifying as the divorcee or as the addict or that does don't say you don't have to think of them that way. You can choose to see them as a child of God, exactly, or made in their own made in God's image. Yep. If you don't know if they're a Christian or not, made Mm -hmm. in God's image. Yep. And so she uses that word divorcee as an example of what Satan was using to kick her while she was down. So it was hard enough. Being in an abusive relationship, right? Hard Mm -hmm. enough. And then the alternative is like, well, if I leave this relationship, I'm going to be a divorcee. I might have to live with my parents. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, all those other things that Satan might convince you. uh, Well, if you just stay here, you know, it's not so bad. Right. 
because those labels can be like salt in the wound for right. sure. And you're trying to escape one problem, mm-hmm. but all he's going to show you is how you're going to end up in more. Well, and there's an exercise that we've talked about multiple times in the Everything is Figure Outable mini-series, mini which is episodes 40 through 51, and that's when Marie Forleo talks about, well, what's the best that could happen? Mm-hmm. Or like, what? Okay, sure, you're going to go down the rabbit hole of terrible things. Great, let's do it. You have five minutes. And you write out every terrible thing that could happen from you escaping a situation you need to get out of. Okay, now for the next five minutes, we're going to talk about all the great things. And then if it is, oh man, you're going to have to live with your parents. Okay, that's better, right? Hey, no rent. Maybe your mom cooks well. I don't know. Well, and not to spoil a spoiler alert here, but she goes on to say that, you know, as she began... Um, going down this path, she could not stay in that relationship anymore, and she started taking action. She learned that God's grace was greater than that title she hated so much. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. Was it true that she was a divorcee? And still is, technically. Yeah, because we talk about combating lies with the truth. But sometimes it is a truth, but you still have a choice in your response to it. Not that it's easy, but there is still... A choice there. And even a way to capture that thought, like, oh, I'm a divorcee, but God. Just put but God on the end of a sentence. If you're, oh, I am stuck in this terrible work situation, but God is getting me through it. Absolutely. And she's riding with her dad in a car in the car one day, and she's kind of sharing how she's feeling. And he says, Autumn, your divorce doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. She oh, that is not advice. all of her. We've I haven't said this one in a while. Like mm-hmm. you have fingernails, but you are not fingernails. Right. I think that's from Rachel Hollis. You fail, so, but you are not a failure. Exactly. So you had a divorce. You technically are fall in the divorcee category, but that is not all of who you are. Mm-hmm. She goes on to say, "Don't define yourself by it, or let anyone define you by it. It's merely something God has brought you through. It is a piece of your past." And points to a victory for you that's coming. Exactly. And for those of you that are believers in Jesus Christ, the Bible says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's Romans 8.1. And so if you're struggling with this, I would encourage you to journal. We love journaling. Mm-hmm. But you might journal on that. Again, Romans 8.1. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Let that be your label. Capture let, that thought. Yes, let that be your identity. So anytime those feelings come up, we'll use Autumn's example when she goes, but what if no one will listen to me because I'm the divorcee? You're going to combat that with, but now I have no condemnation because I identify in Jesus Christ. Yes, and we talk about the Get Out of Your Head miniseries. It's all about capturing thoughts. Same thing with Switch on Your Brain miniseries. So make sure you go to wittyandgritty.blog forward slash podcast and click on those two buttons and you can get all of those episodes. And that's going to teach you what we just did. I'm going to find a verse that combats the lie that Satan is giving me. And I'm going to put it on repeat every time that thought comes in my head. Something that Autumn talks a lot about on her podcast and shows is that Satan knows scripture. Yep. He knows it. And I say this lovingly, he probably knows it better than you because he's going to use God's word against you. That's one of the tactics mm-hmm. he used with Eve in the garden. Mm. Um, so just know that we're big proponents of studying scripture, and that's a stepping stone in the direction. Like Brooke said, mm-hmm. find a scripture that combats the lie, 
and it's not going to be a one-time cure. You're going to have to meditate right. on it. Right. Yeah. He. So, yeah, he tried to trick Eve. He tried to pull the same thing on Jesus Christ uh-huh. himself. <laughs> listen, listen, guys, come on. If he's going to try to tempt Jesus. I think he's going to try to throw scripture in your face, too. Yes, what <laughs> chance do we have? Oh, like, love your enemies. Yes, also have healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Now, this, again, can come across uh, easier said than done, but once again, if you spend some time praying and meditating on it and some time with God, he may even help you find a way that you can use this label for his good. Leverage. Leverage. Pivoting. Again, a different perspective. But she talks about how she began um, resonating and sharing and relating to people that have been through divorce mm-hmm. and being able to minister to them and how much more of an impact she felt she was able to have for God's glory with people just because they had that uh, common experience. They had a relatable ground to have these conversations on. Like you were saying, um, Autumn has the blueprint and the roadmap of how to overcome X, Y, and Z. So if I were going through X, Y, and Z, I'd probably take a page from Autumn's book and be like, hey, what did she do? Let me try to do this. Exactly. I think when I see people that are going through something and I want to give them advice or like my own children, I give advice and I'm like, I wish you'd just listen to me because I've been through Mm -hmm. it. But then I have to stop and say, but have I shared that? Right. Have I shared that I've been through that? Which brings up a very important point, this idea of vulnerability. It doesn't, being vulnerable does not mean you just word vomit it and Mm -hmm. to anybody and everybody, um, There is definitely a tactful way to share, again, to glorify God, but also to watch out for you and protect Mm -hmm. yourself. Uh, Definitely a right way to go about it. But she talks about how perfectionism, so if you, the opposite, let's say you're not going to be vulnerable, you don't want to let those walls down, you don't want to let people in. She says, the wall of perfectionism I was once proud of suddenly feel like the wall's of Jericho. I had once felt safe and strong within that solid barrier, but I had been deceived for way too long. I was surprised to discover that my that greater strength came when I let others into my imperfect soul. For the first time in my life, I gloried in my weakness, which had become a weapon against evil. Yeah. So if you continue to let this sin, this label Maybe you don't feel like you have a gift to offer the world. Maybe you're sitting there and you're like, so far, knock on one, life's been pretty great. I'm still a sinner. I'm not perfect. But maybe you you say, I don't have a big sin I'm struggling with. Maybe, maybe not. That's for you to <laughs> meditate on. But maybe you just feel like you lack a gift. Instead, just know that that is also still Satan saying you're not special. Right. He Use your weaknesses to glorify God. So if you're sitting there like, I don't have any strengths. All right, girl, let's talk about your weaknesses. (laughs) (laughs) Which, hey, if you haven't tried that before, maybe it'll work. Mm -hmm. Right? You've tried a lot of things. Maybe it's an interesting perspective to sit with and sit with God on that one. (laughs) Autumn says, sweet reader, there is so much freedom in knowing who defines you. As a believer, child of God is the only label worthy of defining who you are. I dare you to live titled by anything less. Which is also cool. Like not, a, yeah, you're a child of God, but remember the guy who gave you that title too. Like, oh, all right. Perspective on those same lines. I know 
um, I feel like we talked about this a little bit in prayer and it's a question that I hear a lot is like, okay, these thoughts I'm having or these, you know, um, promptings, like how do I know if it's from God or mm-hmm. like my selfish desire or Satan? And so when you think of this label and you try to identify where it's coming from, she says, Satan wants to stop you. So if it is like negative, not helpful, not constructive, because God will be constructive, okay? Mm-hmm. But if it's just purely tearing you down and ripping you to shreds, that's not God. That's not God's character. Mm-hmm. She says God wants to empower you. And so while there might be a negative label, I feel like God speaking would be a divorce, but. Right. Um, you know, maybe you had an abortion, but, which right. Autumn brings up in here as well. So put in your sin, and if there's a but after that statement that empowers you to move beyond it. An empowering but. That is going on a shirt. I don't know when or where, but that is going on a shirt. But the point is that that's how I can identify where's this thought coming from. So yeah, maybe that's helpful for yes. someone else. I always get a visual in my head of a flow chart. Like, is this good? it's from God is it bad no it's from Satan got it yeah that's really simplified so there it's more intricate than that but Mm -hmm. short version yeah I'm sure there's lots of what if questions (laughs) (laughs) but you gotta just kind of uh look at it through the lens you're going through ultimately God's gonna have those tough conversations with you He's going to make you feel convicted on things. Yeah. It's not always going to be a pep talk and how awesome you are. But again, if it's an empowered but, (laughs) again, he wants to empower you to move forward. Anything that makes you want to shut down, give up, stop in your tracks, maybe even regress and turn Mm -hmm. back to addiction, turn back to an old way of life, that is from Satan. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mic drop. See you next episode. No, <laughs> oh, but for real. No, there's one more piece talking okay. about how we find our identity in God on page 19. Anything that Autumn shares, she is diligent about sharing scripture that mm-hmm. goes with it. So again, when I saw that, it's something I'm not great at. And we started reading her material and I, again, digest a lot of what she does. I appreciate that she points to the scripture. She yeah. doesn't just say, it's in the Bible. Oh, there's a verse for that. I mean, she mm-hmm. backs it up. And then I like that she also writes it down, too. Like, yeah. Okay, because I know you're probably not going to go get your Bible and then come back. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and write it for you. Yes, exactly. And so one of the identities that she points out that is just, I guess, speaking to me in this season is... Yeah. Uh, there's eight, so number four. We have astounding authority and power. So again, when you feel those moments of weakness and you are sitting there basically convincing yourself of how weak you are mm-hmm. and no hope, no future, you could combat those with scripture and she follows that with, um, you can find that idea from Ephesians six thirteen through 17, Romans eight thirty one. And 35 through 39. But again, if you got your book, you don't have to memorize everything I just said. That's right here. <laughs> yes. But also memorize scripture for fun, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> don't memorize what I'm reading to you, but memorize the scripture. Uh, I like the verse where, because you were talking about how, oh, I don't really have a skill set or a gifting or I don't have a story to share or whatever it is. 
um, this verse from it's you can find it in multiple places. So Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, Ephesians two ten, John fifteen eight are all saying the same thing. We have an extraordinary purpose and are meant to do good works. You're meant to go do the good in the world. Absolutely. There is one more thing, and I hope these people I'm about to speak to have not tuned out. Hopefully you stick around for all episodes, because guys, you don't know, we just did a whole leadership series. Mm -hmm. You are leading somebody, and you're going to meet people that need this poured into them if it's not necessarily a need you have at the moment. But if if a lot of this has not resonated with you because you're like, man, Farron and Brooke, this is actually one area I'm feeling good in. I know my identity. I have this confidence. She does have something for you in this chapter, too. She talks about, you know, maybe you've accepted these identities of being a good mom or a great wife. And she, again, is very happy that you have this self-confidence. But her one um, little tidbit here is to be careful that these titles don't trump ambassador for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we've seen it. I've had my moments where I've gotten some humble pie. If you're up on that pedestal... God sure will gently or ferociously remind you (laughs) (laughs) Um, what your title and label needs to be. Mm -hmm. So if you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, it's not to not pursue to be a great mom or a great wife, but just remember what needs to be at the core. Mm, Episode 170, Lauren Burks. Yes. Go back a couple and listen to that one. She talks about how what you do is not who you are. What you do is the way to get people in the door to tell them about Jesus. Exactly. Cool, man. All right, so there is so much more in that chapter. Again, talking about labels and identities and tying it back to Rahab's story. So please go get this book. Check it out. But those are our personal takeaways. Excited for chapter three. Okay. <laughs> Come back next week, y'all. Bye. We're really good at segues. <laughs> and sound effects, right. Yes, so that's the end of our episode. But if you find yourself wanting more, and who could blame you? Brooke, <laughs> tell them where they can find us we, Monday through Friday. We have a lovely website. It's wittyandgritty.blog. You can go there. It has every mini-series ever we've done. What about the socials, Baron? Yes, we are on Instagram and Facebook primarily, but we yeah. do also have um, a Pinterest account, so be sure to follow us on your favorite social platform. Yeah. Oh, also, fun fact, we release episodes every Wednesday, so you can count on us. Be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to go and find it every week yeah it'll just automatically do the magic computery thingy thank you technology go technologies and Uh, instagrams yes all right we'll catch you next week guys bye this episode is brought to you by 21 kicks journals the journals you'll actually finish Research shows that actively doing something for 21 days in a row will change your brain. Our uniquely designed 21-day journals will grow you on a deeper level, help you increase your odds of achieving your goals, and, not to mention, they're fun and beautifully designed. Head to the 21 Kicks Etsy shop today to explore your journaling options. We'll link it in the show notes.